Hi, welcome back. Dion girls, why do you look so funny, Meg? It's adding on. What do you mean? Oh, that, yeah, he explained it to me. Don't worry, it's fine. Oh, That's okay. why I was saying pay attention while I was learning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my little girl. Okay, welcome to episode three of Dion girls. So today we're going to talk, um, we're actually going to ask each other a questionnaire. We're not going to talk about the mother-daughter stuff. We're going to ask each other this, it's Proust, right? Proust? I feel like as a Canadian, we'd say Proust. Proust questionnaire. So I heard it actually on Dax's podcast, Armchair Expert. And I was like, oh, what a fun questionnaire. Because like I was really enjoying them answering it. So I was like, let's do it. So I think as well as we think we know each other, sometimes there's always a bit of surprises or yeah and it's interesting for the audience to hear the differences between us and our answers yeah and yeah I haven't really read through them yet so I, I wanted to kind of answer them organically organically in that moment whatever's coming up right and we're not going to do all of them necessarily because there's a couple that I was like I don't know like yeah sometimes those are hard anyways yeah. well, you never know though we might throw them in but. yeah Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm. All right, number one. What is your idea of perfect happiness? Hmm. Probably being a famous musician. Right. <laughs> That's good. Just because then I have a bit of everything. Travel, performing, and performing is my favorite thing ever. Writing um, kind of has a bit of everything. And I get to be creative with it. I would definitely have costumes and kind of brings in dance. I would love to do dance in my performances. So I feel like it's kind of everything I love. All wrapped in one. Yeah. Music's just really hard to get started with. Like I'm taking music theory right now and I've been writing a lot, but it's definitely hard really to hard crack. to just start yeah. doing. Um, there's sure. just so much to learn, but I would say my perfect happiness would be that and probably just working on my spirituality, like being more in touch with myself. Yeah, I think that's what I would say. Nice. What yeah. about you? My perfect happiness when I think about it is being just surrounded by people I really love and just like laughing. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's, for me, that is what makes me happy. Um, yeah. Another thing that makes me really happy is being in an airport. Yeah, that's true. I love being in airports. I love because then I'm going on an adventure and I love adventures and I love travel. Yeah, travel would travel. be up there for you. Yeah. Travel and photography. So like if I was like traveling with like people I loved and we were like mm -hmm. having fun times and an adventure, that would be like it might be, almost be too much for me. <laughs> like I might yeah, be like, like that's too much happiness for me. Yeah. Which I've had before. I have had, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, travel is amazing. Like I love to travel. It's just not on my highest like, yes, list yes. just because most of my money gets invested into art right now. Yeah. So that's why I kind of, I used to, that used to be a huge goal of mine. It just kind of shifted. Yep. And yeah, get... that's why with music. Well, they say on tour, you don't really know. But still, I could always like, as I got more famous planet where I'm somewhere for a couple of days and yeah. I have days off. Yeah. Maybe. For sure. <laughs> When you're Adele status? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is your greatest fear? Hmm. Do you have yours? Because I don't know. Um, I would say, um, like, when I when I first hear it, I'm just thinking, like, dying young. Like, I just, I, I still feel like I have things and I want to accomplish. So, or mm -hmm. it would be, it's something in the, in the death range, like yeah. losing someone I love or me, I guess I won't really know, but like I'll be gone, but probably in the death range. 
Yeah, that comes up for me when I first hear fear. But then whenever I read Alan Watts or I get into spirituality, I kind of fear it less. Just because I feel like you're never truly gone and I get into all that stuff. And I totally believe so, that. I but, but if yeah. I lost somebody I really loved... Um, I just, I, I think that's, it's tough, right? So yeah, that's probably my biggest fear losing someone I love or me. And there's something else I thought of, I guess, probably just not being super successful with art, but I don't need to be an A-list celebrity. Like right now I'm running an Etsy business and doing resin and that's like awesome for me. I don't have a huge goal. Like I want to win a Grammy, like just even if I'm making music on like YouTube and people like it, like just any sort of way I'm supporting myself through art which I am right now and that's you are, great yes I would love it to be with music um yeah. so I would say my fear is probably just failing at career I just don't, I don't see how it could be a failure though because again it's like you know it's all it's the journey of everything and everything you've learned even in this year mm-hmm. what a crazy year you've had like yeah. it's been so it's been amazing it's shown me how much hard work can actually pays off yeah and you are a hard worker but Mm -hmm. this year you amped it up and you saw like oh if I do it every day it's different than if I do it just uh, you know yeah and I was really struggling with writing music and I I kind of stopped it for a couple months because I was just so frustrated and I just didn't understand how to come up with ideas so I'm like why don't I learn some background of music to help me understand that and then give me the fundamentals to move forward so instead of just saying oh I just don't get this it's like okay what do I need to do to yeah. get it you also don't like being not good at things yeah that's you true. you like you like when it's when you're good at it and mm-hmm. and as most people do I'm not saying it's bad but most people like being good at things and to to if you're not naturally good at it mm-hmm. to get good at it takes a lot of work right yeah, and I think that's what resin has shown me looking at where I was when I first started like to two, now two years ago yeah in what such is- a short amount of time even from just doing it kind of full-time from the start of this year it's yeah. come such a long way and it really has so it's kind of given me the confidence of like okay I wasn't good at resin the first time I started I'm not going to be good at songwriting maybe even my first album but you build you do so you do and you learn and you grow and it's amazing um what is the trait you most deplore in yourself what's deplore dislike yes honey (laughs) oh sweet girl I used to be really good at English I know (laughs) yeah so what what do you not like in yourself I kind of like everything about myself. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, it's going to be a tough one for you. You're really <laughs> high, high standards of yourself. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's funny that I have to think this hard. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the next one is, what do you deplore in others? And she'll be here for half an hour. Yeah, it's true. Do you have something? Well, I would say for myself, it's... um. Uh, it's hard to explain, but I would say like regulating my feelings, I would say, or like your empath stuff. Yeah. Like how it's, well, it's just hard for me. Like if someone's upset or if it's someone, it's, it's not like something I dislike in myself. I just, it's hard to, you aren't really good at separating it where you can be sad and then kind of like move on yeah. with your day because it can be someone as close to me as you, you know, if you're going through a hard time, I have a really hard time figuring that path out for myself or even people you don't know <laughs> yeah I know I do I, I definitely have that but like I would an empath for like sure. yeah so am I though yeah just on different ways or levels I feel like it's just yeah 
No, it really affects me. Like I could see a Facebook video of somebody who is like sick and dying and then I will think about them for a week yeah. and just like be so sad for them. Right. I was like scrolling on Facebook the other day and there was this girl who was like 18 and she needed money for um, a brain tumor like surgery type thing, but she had to go to another country for it. And I found myself grabbing my visa and I was right. like <laughs> trying to donate to her and it was in like pounds. So I didn't understand. And it was like a whole thing because I'm like, I just want to help everybody. I know. And it's so hard to separate that I don't think I explained de- like I don't think I explained that well because it's not like I don't I don't mind being an empath it's like how much it actually affects your everyday life yes like- yes that's what I I would like and I mean deplore sounds so like awful but it is just how it affects my daily life I would say mm-hmm. you did you come up with anything there <laughs> oh perfect one no. <laughs> <laughs> hmm Okay, we'll come back. I didn't like, well, I don't know. There, It's that I didn't like a lot of things about me before. And I feel and like now I've worked, changed a lot yeah, of things. Like I didn't like how it. much I partied because I feel like I wasted so much time. And like now I've changed that about myself. So now it's not yeah. as much of an issue. But if you asked me this like a year or two ago, I would have a lot more. Right, because you've worked really say. hard on yourself in the last couple of years. Yeah, I could agree with yours. Like I definitely care so much. Like take on the weight of the world yeah. type of thing. It's hard. Yeah. Okay. Anger, what maybe? <laughs> what is the trait you most deplore in others? Oh boy. Selfishness. Mine is like um, when they're not aware of them. Yeah, like the same kind of thing, I guess. But it just like mine can be as little as somebody in a grocery store when they're blocking an aisle because they're looking at something. Yeah. Or someone who's like not aware of what their actions are do are causing other people. Totally mine too. That's why I say selfishness because. People, well, I guess, yeah, that would be awareness slash selfishness. Maybe they're just not aware. I don't know. But I hate that. Like, you know, if you're like, oh, I like this guy, but he's in a relationship. Well, I'm still going to go for this guy, though, because that's what I want. And you're not thinking about how you're affecting a relationship or the other person. Like people like that. I can't stand it. Yeah. Just any level of selfishness where it's all about you and you're not worried about how you're affecting other people. Yeah. Because then it can go as big as like racism and homophobia, Mm -hmm. right? Like where you're like you know that kind of thing like it, for me it all isn't under the same umbrella I realize somebody in an aisle of a grocery store is not as big as like you know that like homophobia or any racism and stuff but it's the same like it's under the same umbrella for me of because just not being aware of your surroundings or yeah, how, you're affecting, or how you're affecting other people like move yeah you know yeah that's so true and even people in a restaurant like people that live so much in their ego that you know, if their food gets brought a little bit late and they bitch at the waiter and it's like, well, what if someone in their family just died or they're having, they got broken up with and they're having the worst day and then you're going to yell at them and make them feel like shit. And like, to me, that's just selfishness. It's like, well, this is all about me. And if it doesn't fit in that box of what I deem to be about me, then I'm going to freak out or I'm whatever. Yeah. I hate that. But I also think like, I agree with, I totally agree with that because I brought you guys up to be that way where I'm like, you have to think of that other person when they're acting that way, there's usually a reason. But then there's also service is still, you know, if you're paying for a service, you should still, it should still be at a 
a standard. Yeah, maybe I'm like the, I'm a bit of a pushover. Even if I get the wrong order, I'll be like, thanks, it's great, bye. Yeah, like that's where I'm like, hey, don't be a doormat though, right? There's a nice way of saying like, oh, sorry, this isn't what I ordered just whenever you get a chance. Totally. You know? We always say that. It's not always about what you say, it's how you say it's it. Remember when we were at the dollar it. store the other week and that guy came in, he's like, um, I need my receipt. Instead of coming in and saying, oh, sorry, could I get my receipt, please? Yeah, like, oh, it's, I don't have it. Like, It's oh. so simple. Yeah, there's definitely and, a tone and a, and a what mm-hmm. you're saying needs to be it is true when you see people like that and you look at their parents if you know their parents a lot of the time you can see the connection right on how they turned out like that yeah it is um what is your current state of mind this is an interesting one lately it's been bad because of just hearing second wave and yeah. you know i'm a really really naturally happy person everything makes me happy yeah she dreams and, in like cartoons yeah so for me to feel this low I'm like okay it's gotten pretty bad like I'm talking like it's gotten dark in my mind because I'm like what's gonna happen everything feels so unknown yeah and like I feel like I finally got my life together obviously everyone has their own struggles with this pandemic but I feel like I finally got my life together and have my eyes set on something and now it's like I can't even do it because if the second wave's coming like my production's gonna get shut down I'm not gonna be able to do that stuff and I mean yeah she does it online now my vocal teacher but I don't know like I'm kind of starting to miss that human interaction oh my god me too. I wanted to take a dance class while I was here and everything's closed like just feeling like hey I I have the work ethic finally and the whole world shut down yeah so lately I've just been feeling like how long is it going to be until I even see progress in my art yeah so I've been kind of lately my state of mind hasn't been good but it's usually really good mine is mine is not good as well for pretty much all the same reasons like I'm just back to work and you know being off for six months and now you're back into work and I feel like I've got a target on my back I'm at two different schools this year and I'm it's it's scary like as much as you don't want to be a hypochondriac or you don't want to be an extremist I am definitely nervous I don't want to bring it home to you guys I don't want to be I want to be part of a a a solution not part of the problem yeah I'm I'm tired of not seeing the people I love I you know my best friend lives on the other side of the country and we were supposed to see her this summer no Mm -hmm. I always go there in the fall and I didn't go last year because my grandmother unfortunately passed away and so I didn't go last year so I haven't seen her since last summer and I don't know when I'm going to see her next and that that gives me a lot of it's not anxiety it's like just um I don't know it just makes me upset like I just want to be I, I just want to see her and I, it's the I unknown agree. I think it's the unknown of like am I even going to get to see her next yeah, year yeah that's the point I'm at too is this unknown of like well when am I even going to get to go to a yeah. class or do something and um yeah not see and even when you do see people it's such a weird feeling to wear masks and not give hugs it's such a weird feeling yeah, and it it's just really starting to take its, it's toll. toll and even yeah. though yeah they have social distancing like patios at restaurants but now that we're in a second wave it's like do you even want to go out right it's kind of just feeling like everything's gonna if everything shuts down again like people are, like mental health is just gonna it's plummet. really um <laughs> yeah and people i know like strongest people i know are like mm-hmm. struggling totally. and that that There's is comfort hard for in me. that though th- knowing that you're not alone and i feel like i was hard on myself like why am i feeling so low like i'm so happy mm-hmm. but hearing other people that are strong and they're struggling yes it does there is some universal comfort in that there is and i think the best thing that we can all do now is just support one another and mm-hmm. you know like we might have a really good week and then that's when we need to bring other people up with us you know and then hopefully if we're having a bad week other people can bring us and just try to be as thoughtful as 
we can to people's like feelings right now because some people totally. are like ma who cares whatever sometimes like, I feel like that most of the time this year I have felt like that and then you can focus on all the good that's gonna come out of it and then some weeks are just awful yeah it's been a hard year though it's oh, been a transformative been so year hard. for sure so hopefully a lot of good comes out of it though because I feel like we're hopefully in the right direction now with some other world issues that have been happening so yeah that's right? another problem it just feels like every week there's something terrible happening yeah. every day so it's been heavy yeah and it has been. i think that's everyone a good can word. relate to that feeling it's very heavy right now um okay on what occasion uh do you lie i think we're both gonna say the same thing oh really sorry what, what oh no meg doesn't about? no meg doesn't lie she's pretty honest like well, like brutally you, honest. I'm trying to even think. I wouldn't lie. I would lie if if it was going to hurt someone's feelings. Oh, like yeah, I wouldn't do that. Like in a, you know, they get a new haircut and you're like, it's great. Mm. Yeah, no, I would be like, mm. <laughs> here's so much of your Nana and you yeah. where you can tell exactly <laughs> what you're thinking. Well, this is what I would say. If someone asks my opinion, I'm going to tell them. But I'm going to say, if you feel good with your haircut, then that's... Then yeah, have the power to you. You do it. You do I you. don't like it. Yeah. But I'm sure you don't like a lot of things that I like too. So Right. Yeah. Um, when do I lie? I honestly don't think I really lie. No, I don't think you do either, actually. Like, I don't even think white lies. Maybe oh, maybe if I like don't want to go out somewhere, I'll yeah. make up a lie. But usually not. I don't know. Yeah. No. Never been much of a liar. Well, we were raised not to, so No lying. No. Um, which living person do you most despise? I don't know, like Trump. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> that's all I can think of too. I was just thinking despise. Like there's people I don't like in despise my life. Despise is like a good word though as far as like yeah, it's a real, real hatred there. Yeah. And We're I'm not, not even American, but no. we, yeah, I do not like him. I don't think he's good for the free world. I don't even, yeah, I, I kind of stay out of politics, so I don't always have the most educated opinion. I just like... No matter what's happened with the economy, whatever he's done, whether it's been good or bad, it's just like him as a person. Mm -hmm. I just can't. Probably. Yeah, probably him. Yeah, he would <laughs> definitely be mine. Uh, what What is the quality you most like in a man? That's hard. Probably thoughtfulness. Yeah. When they like just, oh, I thought of you and I got this for you or like you know, knowing that sometimes I get busy with art and then like Tanner takes over cleaning. Like it's thoughtful because it's like, okay, I see that she's really busy. She yeah. could probably use some extra like help around the house because we're both really even with that stuff. So like thought, just being really thoughtful is important. And I, I don't know, humor, I've realized how important that is to me because right. like when you just laugh with someone all day, yeah. like, it's kind of hard to have a bad day. So probably that. I like, um, I would say mine is um, appreciation. Like when they just appreciate, which I guess it kind of goes into the same thing, but just when someone, yeah, when when men are just like they appreciate things that are being done for them, with, yeah, with them, whatever. Like, I feel very appreciated a lot. Yeah. I like that. Or like, you know, like I remember when I made Tanner, like my boyfriend, an apple crisp one time. He was like, wow, this must have taken you so long to cut up each single right. apple. And I was right. like, oh, you really do think about how yeah. much effort goes into things. Yeah. You're right. That is a really good feeling. It's, a, it's appreciating what you've what you've done. Mm -hmm. So remember dad said something really nice to me the other day. And, I don't remember. Oh, were you? Maybe you weren't here. Yeah. So Jack had gotten um, food 
for them and uh, got dad food and like ordered it all for him because he doesn't like ordering. So <laughs> did it all. We all, you know, here's some food. And uh, I said, wow, you're, oh, and then they were going to go out to Dairy Queen. And I was like, wow, you're being really spoiled tonight. And he said, I'm spoiled every night. Just tonight, it's not from you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, he doesn't say stuff like that, like ever. So for me, it (laughs) was very, like, it was a very nice thing. And so I did say to him the next day, I really appreciate it when you said that. You know, you could say more things like that. And he's like, well, now that I've said it once, <laughs> can't that just be like we're done with that? That's kind of his always his mentality. <laughs> if I say I love you once, like I still do. I just still, 20s. yeah, it hasn't changed, <laughs> you know, 26 years later. I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciation is huge. Yeah. Uh, what quality are you most like in a woman? Which is funny that they've split it. I, I find that funny, but. I guess different. I guess, well, I guess it depends on your sexuality, but I guess when you hear men, I automatically think in a partner, you know what I mean? Whereas when I hear a woman, I think friend. Right. Uh, For us, because we're heterosexual. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Loyalty. That goes for both. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Loyalty has always been my number one and I didn't, it didn't come to mind with the male one. Mine is like loyalty and just, um acceptance of who I am like I feel like my like females I have in my life are just they just they just know who I am and they just Mm -hmm. love me for that and that's and I think that's an important quality Mm. in in women that's actually one of my favorite qualities about my best friend Emily I have two but um Emily like that lives up north she like her and I can say anything to each other and she never judges me like even if I say like I've been kind of having like these dark thoughts about this or my mind's been wandering about this right. and, like she'll ask me she'll be like well what do you think that where's that coming from and her and I we always say we spend so much time working through things together like when I come over her boyfriend's like thank god you're here because right. I can't listen to this anymore because we have that you know, a lot of the times, guys, you know, they, you can vent to them, but then they kind of just want to move on. Whereas me and Emily... Or they Emily just want to solve will, it. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. That's so true. Because then they kind I don't know, that kind of threatens them or something. Like, they want to make you feel better. Or yeah. they start to feel bad about themselves. Like, well, why can't I yeah, fix it? Right. But like me and Emily, we always have the longest chats. Like, six hours a night. And we just work through things together and pro like it's not even like I'm coming to her to vent it's like we process things right together. right and that's and you really just important have to each me. other's backs right yeah and there's I nothing better than being able to just have a safe space where you know you can say anything and it's mm-hmm. it's that love is unconditional yeah right? like she's definitely that safe space especially because we've been through a lot of similar things so she relates to a lot of the stuff yeah. that I say so yeah she's definitely a safe space and I know that my secrets are safe with her right it's very important but it's the acceptance that it is, is awesome. you just accept who yeah. I am and accept that if I say one thing but then I work through it you can't one year yeah. later be holding that against me or That's whatever totally. like right? she could say something to me in an hour later be like actually I don't identify with that anymore and we'll both be like okay and then move on I yeah. love that yes or like I feel like, like okay, I can I'm be, not that person now right yeah I feel like I can be like my most authentic self with her and that's super important. And loyalty, like, you know, can I leave you alone with my boyfriend and you're not going to do something? Cause yeah. Like, you See, hear I a lot never, of stories like that. I don't think of that ever, but. I do because it yeah. happens. Maybe a little more at my age. I yeah, think. that's true. But yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to trust them. Uh, which words or phrases do you most overuse? Well, in podcasts, I use the word right that yeah. we could all have a drinking game. <laughs> and I'm aware of it. We say like a lot. We say like a lot. I even text it. 
Yeah, me too. <laughs> I, I like, I, like I'll be sending something. And I'll be so in an envelope, like you know, uh, whatever. Like, yeah. I'll, or, or you yeah. know, yeah. Like is so overused. I was actually talking to someone about that not long ago, and she's saying they feel like they sound so dumb when yes. they say it. But it's, it's I don't know. It's it like is. a processing word. I yeah. find we'll probably even hear it in this I how know. much we say. But I would say like is the most overused word I in know. my vocabulary, unfortunately doesn't make us sound well-spoken at no, all. No, <laughs> it doesn't. I have to try and stop that. Uh, when and where were you happiest? Well, I know mine and you know it and you're going <laughs> to laugh at me, but mine is definitely when the kids, when I was a stay-at-home mom, I stayed home till they went to school full-time. So in that phase, so I would have been in my like late 20s, early 30s would have been my happiest. It was just the best. Like it was, there was nothing better. Yeah. I'm hoping that my retirement is just <laughs> as happy when I'm on a beach. Yeah. And your goal was always to be a mom. So that's makes sense. Yes. That's, that's your happiest. Yeah. I, I don't know. You know what I find interesting? I heard this somewhere. I forget where. But you always look back at like a photo and you're like, oh, my gosh, that was such a good time in life. But you kind of forget like oh, I was also going through this, though. Like I look back at dance and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I miss that so much. But then life wasn't really perfect then either. Like I was no. still in high school and I hated it and I was going through breakups and all these different things. So it's almost like you glorify the past. I heard somewhere. Right. And that right. is true. So anything I look back on and I kind of think, oh, I was the happiest I forget about all the other things that might have been going on like I loved my job Mm -hmm. I was definitely really happy doing that every summer dancing yes but yeah I would say the happiest was probably in dance class I don't know yeah five six seven (laughs) um which talent would you most like to have singing me too singing or I would say dance any kind of rhythm would be nice for me dancing um singing an instrument, like anything like that, I would be so happy if I just had even, even like a little bit of an ability that I could work on. But I am. I think you do, I'm yeah, especially an instrument too. An instrument, I think, out of those like guitar. Yeah, I guess I could. If you learn some basic chords, like I think it wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have that ear. Like some people just have it, you know? Yeah, that's true. Remember when I strummed those two guitars and me and Tanner were like, oh my God, like it almost hurts. It's so out of tune. And you and dad were like, I don't hear, I don't the, hear difference. the difference. No. Like I just don't have anything like that in the arts where I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that. so funny about a competitive dancer and girl <laughs> going into music. I know. <laughs> so funny. Um,. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? It's kind of like the other one, but. Or does this mean like physically? We could talk about our noses. Let's not talk about physical (laughs) because there's tons for those. No. Um, What would I change about me? You're just going to struggle again, guys. (laughs) Um, Maybe. Oh, I know what I would change about me. Definitely like my OCD, like my fixation thoughts. They drive right. me insane. Like, oh, and my hypochondria. See, now they're flowing. Now yeah. I'm coming up with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, my hypochondria, especially in the state of the world right now, it's just awful. Like I've been hiding out away from civilization and like it's a horrible feeling because I'm scared of germs on a good day. Like, like if I'm walking really through a, a crowd at a concert, I'm like thinking about how my drink's exposed and the people could spit in it from talking. And like, I'm always thinking about germs. And this was before a pandemic. Oh yeah. This was way before. And, um, yeah, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to share a drink with someone and they're going to have like meningitis and I'm going to die. Like that's yeah. exact. That's where my thoughts go. And then like, yeah, my fixation thoughts aren't fun. Most of it's like OCD, 
like um about germs and um diseases you're so funny <laughs> probably i would change that you're so funny <laughs> what about you um i would say ooh, change about myself probably the like i have a really hard time letting people in like I feel like the people that are in are in but I have a really hard time letting getting them to that point like I have a really hard time like trusting people I feel like I've gotten better at it yeah I would say mine isn't trust but I know what you mean like it takes me a long time to warm up to people yeah because I just don't I don't know you don't want to like here I am and then they walk out or something of your life or mm, I, don't I don't care know. about that because I know like if they walk out like I'm still amazing like that has nothing to do with me <laughs> right mm-hmm. like that wouldn't really bother me I think I open up to everyone and I'm more like well if you're not going to be good with it that's a you problem right but um I definitely don't open up like I don't know but it's not a trust thing it's just a shy thing right I'm yeah just See, really mine's a painfully trust. shy yeah Oh, I would change my social anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> to actually walk into a store and not think everyone's staring at me. You look stupid. Like to have yeah. not have those That's thoughts. That's awful. Yeah. yeah. That would be really nice because it's so debilitating. Like even when I went to vacuum my car the other day at that place, I'm like, you're doing something wrong. Everyone thinks you look stupid. Like, I wonder where that came from though. It's so fascinating. I don't know. Because you, know? you and because... dad are both like really chill and social, like especially in high school you were. But yeah. yeah, for me, it's like, I always think everyone's looking at me, especially I think in the state of the world now, you know, I always think, am I going in the right arrow direction? Am I, yeah. you know, it's, it's added a, a whole other level of level anxiety. Of yeah. Um, what do you consider your greatest achievement? That's hard because you're like 22, right? Like maybe your greatest achievement's coming. Yeah. Well, for now, probably my business. Yeah. And my channel. It's a really good one. Yeah. You've worked really hard this yeah. year and it's really taken off. It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'd say you and Jack for sure. <laughs> That's nice. Right? I feel like as your mom, as a mom, you're obligated to say that. But I don't know what else <laughs> I would say that would even like come close to that, right? Like, what would I even like? You know, like uh, my greatest achievement is the picture I took. <laughs> you know, like or yeah. y- or learning Braille. Yeah, that's a really good one, though. Yeah. If you were to put that. I know, but I don't know how that even compares to you guys. Like, you'll understand when you have, when your mom, like, it's like, of course, that's what I'm going to choose because not because I have to, because nothing even compares to it. Well, even artists say that, like, you could tour the whole world, but your kids will be the thing you love the most. Well, of course, it's a part of you. You've made a human being, right? It's pretty special. Um, So we're missing a few here. Do you want to say any of them or? Which ones? I don't know. Just, or do you like them? Uh. which historical figure do you most identify with? I had a hard time when I read that. I was like, I don't know. Like, see, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, who are your heroes in real life? Like in my actual personal life? No. Uh, like I don't. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, right. <laughs> like is that? Yeah. I mean, if that's your hero, then that's your, right? Uh, what are your favorite names? I know mine, but I'm not going to say because no, they're going to be say. my children's names. I feel like our sheets laid out different, so I don't know Oh, okay. which Sorry. ones. Um, okay. What is your greatest regret? None. None. She's <laughs> perfect. No, I don't know. I don't really have regrets. I think regrets are a hard one because I think you're always learning from those. Yeah, like if you were to go back and tell yourself anything, like... I, mean, I regret thinking I was fat in high school. Yeah. <laughs> now that we just watched my dance recital yesterday and I was like, wow, I was a stick and I thought stick. I was so yeah. huge. 
I know. And it's so sad. I just want to go back and hug her and be like, trust me, future <laughs> you is here. Look at how you look now. You were so tiny. Oh, that's yeah. Funny. Um, but I have regrets, but I wouldn't probably say them on here. Yeah, it is true. I definitely have moments in my life where I've behaved a certain way and I it's it's hard for me to like let go that I behaved that way. Yeah, I agree. Mine's probably behavior. Yeah, for sure. Mine's like behavior. I can definitely think of a good three examples where I was like, that was not my best. <laughs> and, you know, like and and very different scenarios. Like one, it's like I degraded someone because I needed to get out of the relationship. So the only way I could really walk away was being like like a like a bitch mm-hmm. like or mean or whatever. But it was unnecessary. I should right. have had enough balls to be like it's done, you know, and not, not do that to another human being. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I had the issue with, with my best friend where, you know, it's the, it's again, it's the communication. Once you learn how to communicate, it's, it's so much easier because you can, you know, we had a falling out. We didn't talk for a few years. I could have just said you, that hurt my feelings. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Instead, I just pushed her away. Right. So, and then if, it's the yeah there was an instant with you and that yeah yeah so I would say like my behavior yeah me too mine were behavior because I feel like a lot of the time I think it's also an artist thing like you kind of live with two people in your mind and the one's like the good well everyone has it but I feel like when you're kind of like I don't know a lot of artists have a really dark side and a really bright side right so I feel like times where I was more on the dark side and sometimes, though, you don't even know what's going on with you. So there's nothing to communicate. Well, and it is hard because, you know, you, it's it's always in hindsight. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, now I have this new information. This is how I should have handled it. But at that totally. time, you didn't have that information. And that's just unfortunately how you handled it, right? I think Dax said that in one of his podcasts is saying that you can't, like, judge your past self with the new knowledge you have now and who you are now. Because as a 22-year-old, I could judge 16-year-old me. But, like, I was 16-year-old me. And I also wouldn't be the person I am now yeah. without those lessons. Well, 100%. But hindsight, you're right. It's all about hindsight. It is. And it makes so much sense objectively. Now I try to do that now is like, I'm like, okay, let's try and look at this as objectively as possible. It's right. about living in the logic and emotion, right? Yeah. I guess in hindsight, you usually might be more detached emotionally. So you can look at things with, you know, more With a calmer, yeah. Yeah. So I try to do that now because I'm like, yeah. It would have been a useful tool in the past. Right. That would have been helpful. Um, how would you like to die? I mean, I think everyone's answer. Old age. Old age in my sleep after I've lived a long, beautiful life. Like, I don't know anyone that would be like, I really hope to die on a plane crash. Yeah. Like, you know, I think everyone's would be the same. I thought about that recently. Like, there isn't really a good way. That's kind of scary, isn't it? It's yeah. Really you don't know because I watch so much true crime. Like, it's just weird that these people were living their life and they had no idea like that was going to be it what happened and i think about that kind of stuff like an unhealthy amount especially being a well i think it's because you watch the stuff you watch i know which i've said over and over to you just the only thing that entertains me that in itself is scary yeah well i don't like serial killer stuff i like like this person was married and he had an affair and snapped and (laughs) killed his wife because it's like well why won't you just leave her yeah i don't know I i find that more interesting like people that aren't psychopaths they weren't born like that like what in their life made, made them, them like snap. that that's what i find more interesting like if you're kind of just born a psychopath i'm like well was, 
you know, a lot of the time that's how it was going to turn out. But if you actually were just going about your life and it's like they were married for 20 years and then it changed. I find that way more fascinating because I could have been to anyone. It really could. That's scary too, right? Yeah. It's super weird to think about. So yeah, (laughs) hopefully nothing violent. Yeah. No, I know. I, it's, that's what I mean. I think everyone would kind of say the same thing. Yeah. Um, so we also have James Lip. James Lipton's questionnaire and he does that with um, celebrities and stuff so what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally activism (laughs) that's good people that care about the world and the environment and animals um what is it creatively spiritually well or emotionally yeah music yeah is number one I was gonna say that like a concert then you mm-hmm. said activism, and I was like, oh, I can't really say concert now. Well, but that was it for is. spiritually, like, if someone's really into activism, then, yeah, I like that. I like the, <laughs> uh, what noise, what sound or noise do you love? The wine cork pop, <laughs> popping out? No. Rain. Rain's my favorite. Yeah. I like laughter. I do. I think it's fun. People are laughing. <laughs> if they have a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, what sound or noise do you hate? When dad is chewing gum with his mouth open. You hate every, you hate a lot of sounds. You don't like I, scraping on plates. No. Oh, uh, yeah. Isn't I that say, something you don't like? Someone doesn't like that. I don't like, um, I don't like a lot of sounds. I definitely have misophonia, which I didn't know was a thing. And now I know what it is. And there's definitely some sounds that I do not like. And chewing food is high, high on my list. Yeah, I could agree. I don't want to hear burping. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hate listening. Like if it's constant, it just like drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's the... I hate sounds. I hate when someone's on their phone really loud and they're next to you. And it's like, I don't want to hear what you're scrolling on Instagram and listening to. Right. Like yes. I hate that. I Yeah. There's a lot of noises, I guess, if I think about it. Uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? I, I wanted to be a marine biologist so badly nice. as a kid. Something with the environment I would do if I wasn't into art. I can see you being really good at that. I definitely would be like some kind of traveling photographer would be like my, it would be my ultimate dream job yeah. to travel around the world taking pictures. Like I can't imagine what more could be. I feel like that's me. way harder nowadays because yeah, you can get sponsored and there's Instagram, but there's almost so much content out there. It's there's harder so much, to stand yeah. out, especially with photography. Yeah. And now everybody has every like people have nice phones like they actually take nice pictures so yeah like I used to have a film camera and stuff like that was you know um what profession would you not like to do hmm um I don't think I not that I wouldn't want to but I don't think I could handle like anything where I'm like dealing with people yeah like (laughs) well I mean like um I, I think it'd be sad to be a social worker. I think it's, totally the first it's one so that came amazing to my mind. that they do oh, the work so they do. Oh, it's so good that they do. I would just, as empaths, we would be, yeah. it would kill us. It would destroy us. Oh, a nurse or like anything I had to poke needles in people or listen to their symptoms because then I would go home and think I had every <laughs> right. one of those yeah. symptoms. <laughs> I think, I, and it's weird because I feel like I know so many people that are trying to be nurses and that could, that's probably the last thing I would ever do. Yeah, I wouldn't be... Really, really, really long hours. Like they work so hard and it's amazing they do that. But no, no, nothing in like that medical field. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, That's it for the questions. 
because this one's the same. James Lipton and Bernard, I don't know, Pavos. Yeah, that's it. So we have more of these later, though. What does this mean? What do you consider the most overrated virtue? What would that mean? So when Dax and Monica did it on their podcast, uh, they said nice. When people go, oh, yeah, they're really nice. Because they said nice is different than like kindness or something. I don't know. Hmm. Just like an over where it's – read it again to me. Sorry. What do you consider the most overrated virtue? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess when people are like, oh, they're really nice. Well, like, what does that mean? Are they kind? Are they, like, nice is too... Yeah, like a broad term. I guess, yeah. Oh, what is what is your... This is a good one. We'll end with this one. What is your greatest extravagance? What, what do does you, that mean? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, so like, what do you buy a lot of or what do you, like Dax said, his cars. Yeah. Molds for resin. I buy so many molds. I have a whole bin full of different molds. Anything art supplies. Mine would be books and and records. The records are not as bad now. Remember when I first got my record player? I was so bad. And like, it's such a nice idea, but at the age I was at, did I need to buy records? Like some of them would be almost a hundred dollars per record. It was ridiculous. I don't know I why I went through that phase. I can't not buy books though. Like it's like something in me. My to read list or to read book pile. I read like still book books. And so my pile always has to be big. Yeah, but you actually read them. I buy them and then I read right. half of them and then I put them away. <laughs> she reads 30 pages. Yeah, because I just have so much trouble sticking with books or I get something new and I'm excited to read that. So I'm like, oh, new book. Right. You're like, you're like, oh, squirrel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think I'm there. bad for books too. I buy a lot of books, but I think it's an investment. I do too, but dad, it really drives him crazy. Like every time we go to like Costco or anything or Amazon mm. shows up here and he's just like, oh boy, what are we? So he's a library person more, I feel, isn't he? Yes, is. he went today. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, oh, I have to go renew my library card. And I'm like, I mean, that's great. That's awesome save a lot of money Can i you get please that t- tell what you have to do at the library during a pandemic oh it's yeah so funny so you you email them and you say what book you want and then about three or four days later you get an email and they say you can show up between this time and this time and then you park in a parking spot and in that spot there's a number and then you text them with what number your parking space you're in and then they say okay go open your back trunk and get back in your car and then once they put it in there, I don't know if they shut the trunk. I couldn't remember that part. But like it, is it is such a serious operation for books. Like it it's is. amazing that he went to renew his car because that means he's like still doing that whole thing. Yeah. It's just so intense. It's so intense. And, and I get it. They probably quarantine the books and stuff. They I'd probably imagine. do. At least they're still open though because I think they were closed for quite a while. So I'm glad they're open again. And, you know, thank God, not like I want to buy off Amazon, but if I couldn't go to a store to buy them. I mean, I wish we had a used bookstore around here because there's definitely books I would keep for myself, for my library, kind of like my personal library. But there's books that I really like that I'm like, I hope someone else can read this Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't keep it necessarily. But we used to have one, a really good one. It was huge. And I love used bookstores. But the good thing about Amazon is then it recommends other things to you, too. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That just perpetuates my my uh, obsession. Yeah. But when we go to Costco, oh, because their books are like half price. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's a big table n- of books. How do you not? 
And dad's always like, every time I turn down that, that mm-hmm. aisle. And I was so excited because he was away last week. And I'm like, I'm going to go to Costco and I'm just going to peruse. Like, I'm just going to like. Didn't something happen? No, I went. Well, it was really, really busy because everyone's getting ready for the second wave. So toilet paper is a must again. Um, yeah. But I went and of course there wasn't anything really there. And sometimes I go and I'm like, I would buy five books if he wasn't here. <laughs> and of course, when you go with that intention of like, I'm going to buy books then there wasn't a whole lot there. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. that's like shopping in any way. It Always is like that clothes Always. shopping. Okay, I saved up some money. I need clothes. You'll never find anything. Yeah, but you go and you're like, find everything because mm-hmm. you're like, and I you don't have, have no money. money. I know. Yes, yeah, so that's it for that. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. We yes. really appreciate it. And we will see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.